welcome to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. This is episode 64 coming at you on December 6th, a Sunday night after we just watched week 13 of the NFL. Week 13, it hurts me to say, but um, we got a fun episode for you guys, obviously, today. I will be joined by Mr. Big Dog. Big Dog, how you doing? I am in a mood today, Brian. He, he's, mood. he's moody, folks. We'll get to that. Josh, how you doing, my friend? I'm I'm chilling. I hope I don't spill any beer on me today. Yeah, yeah, like, that was that was tough yeah. last one. Um, and Mr. Lucich, Christo, how you doing? Hello. Great to have you back, my friend. Uh, I love that tradition. So, gentlemen, we're going to approach week 13, as we usually do here on the Pineapple Couch. We will go through the top five power rankings and then through all the games and give out our players of the week, teams of the week. Um, but quickly, just wanted to mention to everyone, if you're listening and you like it, give us a five-star review. That, for some reason, really matters. I do not know why, but it actually does. Um, and if, you, if you're going to leave a five-star review, might as well leave a question. We could shout you out in the pod or something like that. Um, and just thank you to everyone who's been listening and following us. Um, we are going to have a great episode here, episode 64 of the Pineapple Couch. But a quick programming note for the rest of the week. We got a pod tonight, obviously, Sunday night, episode 64. Keep a lookout, though. On Tuesday night, we will be dropping an NBA slash Mando Mandalorian pod. So if you're caught up with the show Mando, you will enjoy that. And if you like basketball, you will enjoy that. And then on Thursday night, per usual, we will be back with our week 14 NFL preview. Josh has his hand in the air. What's up, Josh? Yeah, just real quick. I want to give a little NBA just because uh, some news broke today. Slightly news where uh, James Harden isn't showing up to practice yet. He hasn't reported mm-hmm. yet. And he was uh, seen all night uh, at, I think it was the babies, like uh, birthday party i think it was out at strip clubs yeah somewhere i'm guessing probably in atlanta exactly but he did he have a mask on no (laughs) i don't think he did Uh, he has a beard so yeah (laughs) uh, he's not showing up uh the new coach steven silas is uh, apparently mad he kind of dissed him like in a like a really passive aggressive like they asked him what how he felt about james harden going the season if he's still going to be there blah 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 and he just mentioned that he's like, oh, well, we'll know when he shows up. So who knows? This, right. this isn't good, though. It's not good. It's not good. We'll, we'll check back in on that story on Tuesday. Um, but we had a very wild day of the NFL today. Actually, the morning games, it was just madness, madness, that witching hour, which is um, with what we have four more weeks left. So it's great to have stuff like that happening um, and really some great playoff races in both divisions to keep an eye out on. So. Gentlemen, before we break into this week's games, let's do like we always do our top five power rankings. I'll start it off like this as I do each time. I have Chiefs at one and Steelers at two. Does anyone have anything differently? Chris, Chris, let's hear it. I do. I do. I have um, Steelers at one. And the the reason I have the Steelers at one is uh, not because the Chiefs didn't, uh, you know, perform that well, but... Um, it would the, the the Steelers played on a Wednesday night last week, mm-hmm. the weirdest possible day that you could you could possibly play. There was question whether or not the game was even going to be played. It was you know just at a weird time of the day, so and they still they still found a way to win it and dominate it. They had another defensive touchdown, um, and and the Ravens really. The, the last touchdown that uh, McSorley threw to um, Hollywood Brown, Brown yeah, yeah uh, was kind of a fluke. You know, it was kind of a fluke deal. And, you know, 
even though the Chiefs kind of their game plan was a little bit different, they were a little bit more of a ball control offense tonight because you know they're playing the Broncos. Um, they still seemed to click off to me. There was a lot of batted balls. Mm-hmm. Um, they seemed to be able to lock up coverage here and there um, on um, on their receivers, and they shut the run run game down pretty well too. And I feel like if they're just off that one click. I feel like that makes the Steelers better. So after the game tonight, I was thinking about it, and I feel like if the Chiefs play the way that they did tonight, the Steelers could beat them because I feel the Steelers have been a, a, on a pretty you know, consistent tear. Granted, they didn't have Lamar Jackson in the game that they played, but that's the weirdest possible game that you could play on Wednesday in the middle of the week. You don't know if the game's going to get played. You're trying to prepare for the next week. So I just division game too. I mean, they virtually shut him out too, Chris, because originally that first touchdown they scored was a muff punt that like got the Ravens to the three or four yard line, and then it was just a walk in, and then a stupid two minute touchdown at the end. Exactly, and and I just feel like that kind of hoists them. Like it's you know it's parsing words, but at this point because they're so close, but I I have the Steelers slightly above uh, the Chiefs at this point. Mm -hmm. And the Steelers uh, are putting the. What is it? The seventy-two Dolphins on notice. They gotta have their eyebrows a little perked uh, after what they've been seeing from the Steelers. Josh, <laughs> what do you have? Uh, just as a counterpoint, I just I don't think maybe the, to just defend this. I, I agree with all your points. First of all, Chris, um, but just defend the Chiefs. I think that they didn't really need you know A plus Chiefs. Like they really phoned it in. They, they I don't think they really care honestly about a random Sunday night game against Denver. Granted, they didn't look great, but and honestly, good teams still find ways to look dominant regardless but i mean they just they didn't need the a plus performance to be drew lock and company but yeah yeah, and i will i'll counter that in a way though because what is dangerous of what i've seen out of the chiefs this year and this is someone who has bet on the chiefs with the spread 13 weeks and i think i've lost six in a row yeah they they are a little like it's a little dangerous what they're doing it's they're like, lazy. Yeah, yeah, they're playing lazy. And the way that, um, Chris, you kind of mentioned this, the way that there's a couple plays where Kelsey and Mahomes, it was just like a half second off, tipped there. And it's like, right. You, yeah, it's the Broncos. And yeah, you're what, 10 and 1 or whatever, 11 and 1. You got to start getting that in sync and be ready to go. And I know it's Patrick Mahomes, and I still have them as the favorite, but I would be a little worried. You can't phone it in and just click. That never seems to work. If just, oh, yeah, now we're going to click. I, I That worries me. I want to see the Chiefs, as they go into the playoffs, kind of put their foot on some teams' necks and show, like, hey, we're the Chiefs. So I think we'll see that this month, to be honest. Well, they, I agree. They, I think... the char- they get to play the Chargers, probably. So just... <laughs> well, they get to play the Chargers. But then the Chiefs, <laughs> everyone in the world wakes up to play Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. So it's like True. everyone wants to be the defending Super Bowl. Everyone wants to beat this, the flashiest team. Same goes to the Steelers. But right now, I still like the Chiefs are the team to beat. I mean, they'll, they'll have to go to Pit- through Pittsburgh as a stance, though. Anyways, it'll be uh, an away right, game. Be, that'll so. be a battle. That will be a battle. I so. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's just the reason why they can't really, you're right. I mean, that's why they can't really phone it in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so, Chris, you have Chiefs at two, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so I will give you guys my third, and this is a team that I have been very critical of over the years, but I'm buying it. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid right now. The Saints, I have the Saints at number three. Um, their defense is a freaking beast. 
And they just have so many weapons on offense. The way you see Kamara get going today, Michael Thomas, obviously, Jared Cook. And I love Taysom Hill. (laughs) I love this guy. He gets his first passing touchdown in the NFL. I think it was since like 2016 at BYU, his first passing touchdown. Gets two of them, actually. And I'll just say this because we're talking about Taysom Hill was actually my player of the week this week. Um, He... Again, what the Chiefs have won or the Saints have won seven games in a row, right? Andrew without Drew Brees. Yes. Um, seven. So yeah, yeah. So Taysom Hill today, two hundred thirty-two yards through the air, two touchdowns, fourteen carries, eighty-three yards. I mean, they're. I know they only beat the Falcons by five, but I the Saints are dangerous, and I'm starting to buy it a little bit more and more each week. Big dog, who do you have at three? I have the same exact power ranking as last week, and the Saints were number three for me last week for the same reason you said. Defense, they have so many weapons. They're the number one team in the NFC right now. Um, I got the Saints number three. Okay. And there's just too many other teams that are, like, I feel that are way more vulnerable than the Saints are, even though the Saints have terrible luck in the playoffs, and they haven't proved that since they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and Josh, you're on the Saints two at three? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, to your point, I, the uh, the Falcons were the most popular, I think, like home dog pick of the week and um, the <laughs> my saints. lock was the saints baby yeah oh same <laughs> same here so i mean i yeah i'm rolling with it i Let's yeah go. i i really like Taysom. i i think he's good mm-hmm. and christo who do you who you got at your number three in the power rankings so i differ from you guys a little bit here i have the packers <clears throat> and um do you like and, your mother, Chris? Anyways, <laughs> no, I don't. I love my mother. There you go. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Scared me. You had me there. Okay. Um, but uh, so 30, 41, 31, 24, 34, 22, 35, 10 against the Bucks. Off game. 30, 37. 42 and 43. That's the points that the Packers have scored this year. When when Jair Alexander plays, he makes a difference in the secondary. <clears throat> the defense obviously isn't as good as the Saints, but the Packer, I mean, Rodgers is just absolutely surgical this year. We'll get into it a little bit more when we break the game down, but he's he's having one of those years for me and I I can't help but to boost him up there, especially given those those are the point totals I just read off that they've scored the whole year. It's incredible what that. they're doing on offense. Yeah. That's I wow. That kind of that Bucks game I guess left too strong of a taste of fraud in my mouth with the Packers. Right. Or maybe I need Five to reconsider that a little. I lost. Yeah, that was tough. Um I like that. So I'll go now to number 4 for me. It's a team who we did not see play yet this week. Um it's it's the Bills for me. I have them at 4 because I think that they are there's three teams in the AFC that could make it to the Super Bowl. And I think that you could make an argument for, I think obviously the Chiefs and Steelers. And I do think you could make an argument that the Bills could make the Super Bowl. Um, and so I have them at four. I love Josh Allen, obviously. I like the defense. I love Stephon Diggs. Um, we'll see how they do against the 49ers um, tomorrow. But there's, I had two teams I was juggling for five, and I didn't think I could really put either of them above the Bills at four. So now I'll go to you, Big Doug. I have the biggest fraud team that I said about seven, eight weeks ago, but I am going to tip my cap to Sean McVay and the 
Los Angeles Rams because Jared they Goff, have I a, never gave up on you. I never gave it's up. It's not Jared Goff. It's the defense. If Jared, like, Goff, <laughs> Andrew if there's any pressure on Jared Goff, he's a goddamn statue. He doesn't know what to do. There's 17 <laughs> people moving around. They have an incredible defense. They have an incredible coach. They're 32 and 0 when they're leading at halftime. That is coaching. That is something that Anthony Lynn needs to like. Hey, by the way, if you're leading at halftime, keep the lead. Okay. So they have an incredible defense. They have proven me wrong. I believe they're in first place because the Seahawks lost to the Giants today. What a weird, what a weird game. Yeah, the they're, they look really good. And they I have a ninety nine percent chance of making the playoffs now. God damn! Still frauds. Don't believe it. But um, okay, uh, to Josh fourth. Yeah, I also have the Bills here. Um, I because the thing I I kind of did this is like who do I buy as Super Bowl contenders and I. I think I buy the bills and it's weird as fuck to say still because I don't completely trust them, but I think they're a weird team and I think weird works and I, any team, if they get a uh, home game at all in Buffalo, they're going to fucking win that game in the playoffs. And and that's why I think Josh Allen is, I mean, I, I God, I keep saying this every week or something along the lines, but he's a top five quarterback. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say right. Yeah, like right at, fi- right at five right around there though. Like, yeah, like five or six. I, I, it, it, I think it comes down to, like, when you put it, it's always, like, at five, you either have Kyler Murray or Josh Allen, and I take Josh Allen. But I think Kind of like Josh Allen Kyler. right now. Yeah, uh, right now, currently, as it stands, I have higher stock on him. And for all those reasons and more, I, I, I buy the Bills. Let's go. Bills at four. Yeah. All right. Christo? Um, so I'm just going to say now that the Bills are not in my top five, and if they <laughs> smoke the Niners, they're still not going to be in my top five. Um, Stallion loves the haters. I was gonna. It's it's not smart to put this team because they could get absolutely destroyed. I've had them all there. Galloping all over you. Um, my my number four um is the Saints. You know, same as your guys' number three. I just I put the I put the pack ahead of them. Um, but it's just it's pretty cool to be able to see how they scheme up a completely different game plan when Taysom Hill's in there, and they're still effective in what they do. Um. You know, it's completely different from when they have Drew Brees um, in there. Different or bad different? I mean, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I think obviously it's it's. I think it's better when when Brees is in there. Obviously, there's. I know you said they're they're seven and zero. They're seven and zero without Drew Brees. I get it. I get it. But uh, the other thing is, like, their defense is pro- is like in the last six weeks is like the best in the NFL or something like that. So they've been playing their ass off on the defensive side too, and um, they're they're a pretty well rounded team. The only reason I put the pack ahead of them is just, I mean, their off pack's offense is so explosive, and I don't think this Aaron Rodgers too. So yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just the, they're just solid on on both ends, and that's kind of the same reason I put the Steelers ahead of the Chiefs. Um, you know, that's the reason I've got the pack at four instead of five. Um, where we'll talk about that in a sec. Okay. Um, all right. I'll go to five. I had uh, two teams here. It was really a toss up. I ended up going with the Rams because they got their take the lead in the NFC West today. And with the Rams, their defense with the combination of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, I've talked about this before, but that is fucking brutal on opposing offenses. And if the Rams can establish any sort of run game and they can use the play action, their offense is legit. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. 
if they can't run the ball, like Andrew's saying, and Jared Goff has pressure and all that stuff, he's a statue. They can't do it. But when the they can move the ball on the ground and they get dangerous and you roll Jared Goff out and he looks like a good quarterback. So I ended up going with the um, Rams at number five and Sean McVay is just uh, coaching, 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 coaching. Um, big Doug or Chris. Um, I'm not going to give too much away because when we break down the game, I've got quite a bit to say about the Rams. Uh, but I actually don't agree. With, I have the Rams at number five, too. I'm just going to go ahead and, and go now. Yeah, but go. Uh, I've got the Rams at number five, too. But um, I don't really agree with the, the fact that if they if they the play action is a big part of their game, but they also use the pass as a run. They'll motion Robert Woods or Cooper Cup across the line of scrimmage and hike it when they're at the right tackle, and it acts as a misdirection counterplay because the line blocks down um, to the right side, and Woods or Cup will sneak out behind the the ass of the left tackle, basically. Mm -hmm. And essentially, it's a two-yard pass, which you can call a run for all intents and purposes. And, you know, so the play action, yeah, I get it. They, they ran for 113 yards today, and uh, and 38 of those were on uh, that run by Daryl An- Henderson at the end of the game that, you know, just kind of there was a wide open hole, and he just bursted mm. through and, and scored. They, they had all 10 dudes in the box, so once he got through, it was easy for him to just waltz into the end zone. But I feel like uh, the, the, the thing that's missing in the analysis of this offense is, uh, is the way that that McVeigh is able to effectively use the pass as a run in a way. So yeah. we'll get more into it when we break the game down, but that's mm-hmm. the reason. And obviously the other reason is their defense is absolutely insane with Donald Ramsey. I mean, even the other guys in their secondary too is it's, it's, it's just ridiculous what they've got. And, and they're, uh, I can't remember the, the guy that the, there's a guy that got hurt today. He's the captain on the deep, another one of the captains on the defensive line. Um, and I can't remember his name right now, Walker? but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, that's him. And he's a he was a beast he's, today too. Yeah, he's great. So yeah, it's just they they got studs all around the ball, and I I think they dropped some great schemes. So they're they're at five, and they have the potential to jump uh, much higher. I think they're going to do good in the playoffs. So yeah, okay. So just to say what to agree with what you're saying, and kind of like put what I was saying into perspective, is like. You're right with the way they pass is a run. I guess what kind of what I'm saying about the Rams is if they try to run Goff, if they just drop him back a lot, if he holds the ball for too long, I guess that's what I get afraid of. That's right. So when they can, the motion is, I remember when the Rams first broke onto the scene, the way they were using motion as a Chargers fan, it was like, oh my God, you're allowed to do that? Yeah, <laughs> we never do shit like that. Okay, um, to Big Dog and then to Josh, your guys' number fives. Number five, I got the Family Man, the Packers. Right here. Oh God, they. Uh, I mean, what are they? They're nine and three. They put up points. I don't like the way they win. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but they're doing <laughs> much better than the rest of the group. I had the. It was hit between them and the Bills, but I'm going to trust Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I like that. To Josh. Yeah, um, I originally had the Browns here <laughs> because I forgot about the Packers. Lock of the week. <laughs> yeah, yes, and, um, uh, I'm changing that though. We're, we're doing Packers because I I was like, oh fuck yeah, right. The Packers are nine and three. The Packers are nine and three. Their their offense is fucking great. I Monty love my mom. Adams. Fair. Um, <laughs> I, I just think 
I did this by I think this is the second best team in the NFC. I think they have they're the next best chance of the Super Bowl besides the Saints. So that's why I have the Packers here. I I hate that I have the Packers here, but Packers. Who'd you have for Josh? Bills. Aaron Rodgers just listens to one of these one days and just how much we talk about how much he hates us. He's family. gonna He's going to use it against us, oh, is the thing. He's going to go oh, out there and luck. throw 10 touchdowns. Starfucker, he hates his family. Oh, it's all great. He uses yeah, that. He so, internalized that Danica shit. Patrick. Um, okay, before we get into breaking down each one of these games, I just wanted to give a shout-out to a, a board member here on the Pineapple Couch of a certain university, <laughs> the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Christo, what a, maybe the best college game of the season. That BYU oh, coastal man, game. what an incredible <laughs> game. game. And the stage is yours. Talk about it. I Okay, number one, I'm never going to forgive ESPN, and they're never going to forgive themselves for stashing that game on ESPNU and flying Herb Street out to freaking Virginia Tech after he had game days in Conway. Um, and, I mean, I, I can't even believe that that game was on ESPNU. That game should have been prime time on ABC, and they should have called. I mean, unbelievable what those two universities did to throw this game together in yeah. the middle of the week. Hats off to BYU for flying all the way out there, 2,400 miles, whatever it was, out to Conway, South Carolina, and playing that game. But, I mean, it just awesome. It lived up to all, all of the hype, the mullets versus the Mormons. We absolutely love it. <laughs> And, so good. Yeah, it was it was awesome, man. They got a uh, God. They got a linebacker's name's Teddy. I don't know Teddy something. He's got a he's got a mullet dyed blonde, and he's gonna play on Sundays. That quarterback has guts like no other. He tried to hurdle like four guys in the middle of the game. He's a freshman, Grayson Grayson McCall. I've talked about him on the podcast a lot, and. Honestly, you know, the what surprised me most about the game was that South or uh, Coastal Carolina was able to run the ball so well on that BYU defense. And I've never seen an offense like that before. It's like a triple option with a it's a triple option at a shotgun but a run and shoot at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if they start they're going to make some noise. They're going to play uh the Raging Cajuns, Louisiana, in uh, in the Sun Belt title game. That's going to be a great game. Uh, Louisiana's got a good quarterback named Levi Lewis, real good player. Um, but you know, if they win that game, they, there needs to be some serious consideration to bump them way up. And I'm going to be interested to see on Tuesday night when these rankings come out where they're going to put Coastal Carolina after that game because that performance was. In very, very impressive, especially with the quarterback that BYU has in Zach Wilson. Just awesome performance. Great game all around. Uh, going Love off Zach Mormon. Wilson, hey, easy. I like the Mormons. Mormon, Mormon, very <laughs> pro-Mormon podcast right here. Shout out my guys. Um, Zach Wilson's NFL future, Christo. Um, I think you still got the, the, you know, the guys that you think, you know, are supposed to go ahead of them i think they're still ahead of them trevor lawrence obviously yeah. incredible player fields. um justin fields incredible player um but he i mean he's got to be number three for me and i'm not going to be absolutely shocked if he gets some serious draft day buzz or like right around if he has an incredible pro day or something like that and he shoots up the boards um and, and he goes he goes you know in the top five picks, I, I would I would not be shocked at all. Um, 
he he's got that kind of talent and he i mean he absolutely just lives and breathes football he you know studies film on all of the quarterbacks it doesn't matter if it's college it doesn't matter if it's nfl He's, he looked at he looked at 15 hours of game film of the Coastal Carolina quarterback to see if he could learn something from the Coastal Carolina fo- quarterback before this game, which is just I mean that that that's exactly it. what you look for when you're when you're looking for a quarterback that you're going to take early. It's just some dude that just lives and breathes it, and that's all he wants to do. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if he shoots up draft boards come draft time. Well, yeah, I, I like to see that. Um, we, Chris, we got to figure out when the best date to. We're gonna do a podcast for every single bowl game, every single for college football, whatever we're gonna get in the postseason. I believe championship weekend is not next weekend, but the next weekend, right? It, it, it? it varies. It varies because it's the uh, next two weekends, then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the next two week. Yeah, maybe the, the next two weekends or, or USC three. just played their fourth game tonight. Yeah, no, they're late. That's why I'm yeah. saying that they're they're super late. Well, I mean, Oregon's out completely. USC's in the mix, I guess. I don't know. I didn't expect him to be, but um, but yeah, I think I think it's like anywhere between second week of December and like around Christmas time, I think. Which is crazy because the playoffs start on New Year's Day. So, yeah. yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's gonna be a mess. Yep, and it's not shocking. Um, all right, gentlemen, let's get into uh, week 13. We're going to go through all the games. This is brought to you, as always, by Miss Marley Sport Fishing. You got, you see Andrew's rocking the hat right now. Uh, thank you for being our sponsor. Uh, we love Miss Marley Sport Fishing in uh, Mexico. So, Sunday Night Football Reaction, the Chiefs win 22-16. We kind of talked about this a little bit already, but just to go over it, um, Chiefs a little bit off on some tip balls. Mahomes and Kelsey not getting there. Some frustration, but they win. Melvin Gordon, you douchebag. You had a good game. Whatever. Um, I don't have much to, else to say on this game. Does anybody got anything else to say? Um, Christo? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, like I said it, when we were going over the top five, I feel like they were a click off. And, I, and Josh was mentioning earlier that, yeah, you know, they probably didn't think they had to do much for – um, you know, to beat the Broncos, which I completely agree with. Um, you know, they probably, you know, game planned a little bit, but I mean, there was a few, it seemed like the Broncos were kind of getting to Mahomes a little bit mm-hmm. and they weren't necessarily blitzing. You know, they were rushing four. Uh, I know I saw Bradley Chubb in there a couple of times, um, you know, you know, causing Mahomes a few fits. For you know, a fit for Mahomes is like throwing a ball like three inches to the left. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it was just enough to kind of you know rattle it a little bit. And there's and it, it's not necessarily that they weren't like clicking on all cylinders, but there was a few third downs that they should have gotten they didn't. Um, you know, there was a few times where they you know they kicked a couple of field goals where normally you'd see them score a touchdown, and it was just a little bit odd to me. So. You know, it'll be interesting. I don't. I don't think it's like a downgrade for the Chiefs necessarily, but um, but it was just interesting to see them be able to get to Mahomes a little bit. That's all. Okay. Um. Let's go to this next game, which was, I think, by far the most shocking day- game of the day, and I think it's got to be up there for one of the most shocking games of the season. Seattle Seahawks lose to the Colt McCoy-led New York Giants. 17 to 12. Big dog. 
What's going on? Now, since we, we started with this game, we're going to do this a little more cash. And my player of the week, now the stats were not fabulous by the former Longhorn, Colt McCoy, but he's the player <laughs> of the week. Leading the number one Giants NFC East in Seattle. Rallying the troops knowing Danny Jones is out today. Fuck yeah, Colt McCoy. Fuck yeah. Is is I he like the that. best quarterback in the NFC East right now? Holy Cole shit. McCoy, we got, I, they may have the two best quarterbacks. Ro- Danny it's, Jones it's Alex and Smith. You're, no, you're it's wrong. Jalen it's Alex Hurts. Smith. Oh, it's Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Hurts looks good. Definitely not Carson Wentz. It's definitely not Carson, not Carson Wentz. Wentz. And I don't um, know what the fuck Andy Dalton's doing. But. So, more on this game, though. The Seahawks... Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I just feel like they have these weird games over the last over the Russell Wilson Pete Carroll era. They just kind of have these random stinkers. But this hurts. I'm 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 a little. They're not in first in the NFC West anymore. That's fucking up my nice future parlay of them and the Bills to each win their division. Um, Chris and then Josh, like. Chris, I'll go to you on what we're worried about with the Seahawks. And then, Josh, I want you to talk about the Giants. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, Chris, you. Chris, to you. Okay, so my question from this game is, is can the Seahawks be game-managed out of a game? Because that's all the Giants did today was they game-managed the ball. They didn't turn it over. You know, that, I mean, I know they, they had, you know, a couple – I'm pretty sure the Seahawks had a pick or something like that, right? Yeah, pulled through one, but we yeah, don't... two two in, uh, two turnovers for Russ. He fumbled and yeah. threw a pick, and but, threw another almost pick. Honestly, yeah, but five sacks. Yeah, see, that was that was an issue. That's the issue I'm getting to next. But um, you know, can they be game managed out of a game? I mean, not necessarily. It's not like you run the ball. You take the ball out of the hands of Russell Wilson. I don't think it's like that. But can you create a scheme that messes with the way that the Seahawks normally operate? And you've seen it a couple of times this year. Um, their point differential on the year is only plus 32, the The Seahawks is. So every game they're playing That's in scary. is – Yeah, it's it's scary. And, and I think going into the playoffs, you know, if they're going to be there <laughs> um, is – it's a little, it's a little scary, and uh, they've had a lot of injuries on the offensive line. But watching the game, I was thinking like, for his, for Russell's entire career, it's kind of felt like he's been, you know, quote unquote, on the run, right? Or you know, they've been able to get to him, and it's always been an offensive line problem. But it makes me wonder. One of two things is happening. Either number one, when he gets up to the line, he's not diagnosing what he's seeing correctly because it's the quarterback's job to switch the protection up there. That's why you always hear him say 43 is the mic, 54 is the mic, so on and so forth, to slide the protection whatever way. If there's a blitz coming from the left side, then he'll switch the mic to the linebacker, the left side linebacker instead of or rather the right side linebacker instead of the left side linebacker to shift the protection to the left to cover himself. Mm -hmm. So it's either he's misdiagnosing that or it's that the schemes and the audibles that have been drawn up by the coaches, coaching staff and the game plan just are a little bit off and to where, you know, they're missing a guy or they're letting a guy run free because how many times do you see a guy run free 
into into Russ into Wilson. Uh, Josh was just saying he had five sacks. I feel like every single one of those sacks, he was untouched and he was right through the line on on most of those sacks. So it's you know it's just a point of curiosity that I I saw while watching the game today. Uh, you know about about whether or not either he's misreading it or just like the audibles that he's calling out there, the protection shifts aren't fit for that offense. So mm-hmm. it's weird okay. because like they have Chris Carson back too, and they just right. nothing. I mean, their, their offense got worse today. Yeah. Yeah. But. yeah. Josh, uh, the giants. Yeah. You mean, I mean, you wait really quick. You mean Kyle yeah. talked about this a couple days ago of which team we thought was going to win the NFC East. I believe you had your football team. And then I had the Giants, but it was kind of like, I don't really know about this because of the Giants' upcoming schedule. This, this is a big win, obviously. How are you feeling about the Giants now, Josh? And you can take this from a perspective of, as the Washington football team now, do you think the Giants in the driver's seat? I guess is my question. Well, the way I look at it is who has the better defense, I guess. And I think right now it might be the Giants. As dominant as Washington looked on uh, Thanksgiving. A wash, passing uh, defense that's, in the league, That's though. the thing. is, It's like a really sneaky, good... The the Washington, or the or Giants passing defense is fantastic as well, though. It's, James Bradbury is having an all-pro year at corner for the Giants. Yeah. And... Jabril Peppers too Peppers is also a having a day. is he's having a fucking comeback game as well. And I think the story of the game is uh it reminds me of the the Bills game like two was that three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago when they had Seahawks. They they got to Russ like constantly mm-hmm. and they they hit him ten times uh this game. Ten QB hits on the Giants uh attributed to them. And uh Leonard Williams had two and a half sacks. I mean, that's fucking crazy. The Jets unloaded them for, like, nothing, too, on top of that, which is just another L. Another L for the fucking Jets. But, yeah, I think it's just it just shows that, um, yeah, I mean, if you can fucking get to Russ at all, it's it's fucking game over. I mean, like, he's probably – I'd like to see the stats, but I'd, I'd imagine under pressure and whatnot getting physical with him, he's probably one of the worst quarterbacks in the league because he put up another all-time – No, that's Derek Carr. Derek Carr? Yeah, oh, absolutely. You see that guy's happy he feedback? He looks like a fucking penguin. <laughs> Love Deborah. Um, okay, let's. So the Seahawks with that loss, they do lose uh, the division lead of the NFC West to the Rams because the Rams take care of business against the Cardinals today to take first place in the division. The Cardinals also get bumped out of the wild card spot. They are in the hunt now. Um, the thirty-eight twenty-eight win for the Rams. I'm going to start with you on this, Chris, because I really I haven't I have felt all year that the Cardinals were somewhat frauds are is a harsh word to say, but I did not believe in the Cardinals to make the playoffs. I guess I just didn't think that was going to happen. Am I wrong for thinking that? And what did you see from them today? Because this was a giant loss in terms of this season. What this loss was, was it was. It had nothing. It was McVay versus Kingsbury. That was the loss. That was the entire loss. And uh, I've got I've got quite a bit to say on this game, so I'm just going to go ahead and send it. Yeah, go for um, it. I think the Rams are the most balanced offense in the league, and you can look at the numbers on it and maybe find an- another team that might be a little bit more balanced than the Rams are. But 
it goes back to what I was talking to you about earlier, Brian, in that they use the pass as a run, essentially. So they're throwing, they're running a, uh, you know, misdirection motion across the formation and throwing a two yard dump off to, you know, Robert Wood, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, whatever it might be. But, um, you know, he, he just, he doesn't throw the ball down the field quite as much as other offenses do. With that being said, um, you know, he's he's number 16 in air yards um, in the league. He's got about 130 per game. But he's number 28 in air yards per attempt. And so breaking that down, what does that mean? It means that, you know, the Rams are, are able to use – the short passing game along with the run game to like keep the defense's attention kind of at the line of scrimmage as well as, you know, the pre-snap motion. They're all focused on the line of scrimmage. And that does two things. Number one, it allows them to kind of like pick their spots and go downfield, you know, when they choose to. Um, and that kind of explains why golf is number six in the league and pass yards um, along with picking their spots to go downfield at the right time. They're also scheming guys open. So even though he's number 28 in air yards per attempt, guys are being schemed open enough to raise him up to number six in the NFL in passing. Um, The other thing it allows them to do is possess the ball. Uh, In this game, they possess the ball basically 39 minutes and the cards possess the ball for 21 minutes. And what that tells you is that they're u- they're using those passing plays to do exactly that, possess the ball, three-yard passing plays, four-yard passing plays, and then you get into a third and two. And what are they expecting on third and two? You're going to run the ball, so you take a deep shot, right? And so that goes back into what I'm saying about, um, you know, about picking your spots to go downfield at the right time. But what also they're relying on is their defense. Their defense is number four overall in the NFL. And they actually, on the year, have a one-to-one touchdown allowed rate to interception. The only other defense to have that in the NFL is the Steelers. So they're they're up there with them. And, and they've only allowed 11 touchdowns on the whole year. So, I mean, they're, they're, their defense is special for sure. Okay, um, we'll go to you, Big Dog. Um, you have been a Kyler Murray advocate, and I'm, this isn't a hit at all. I mean, I think a lot of people like Kyler Murray is a good quarterback, and you've also though spoke highly of you, the chances that you thought of the Cardinals making the playoffs. How do you feel about that now? This isn't a oh, were you wrong? Is like, do you think they can recover here and still make the playoffs? Are you worried about what you're seeing out of them? One hundred percent, they can recover because the playoff picture right now. That you know, guess who the third team right now is? The Vikings. The Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings are back in there, boys. This is so Battle wide open. The there's Jacks like today. six or seven <laughs> teams. That, I mean, the 49ers are in it. I mean, there's so many teams these last three or four weeks that it's going to change. Like every sports year, mm-hmm. the wild card comes down to the last four or five weeks. And, I mean, anything could happen. They're right there. They're tied with the Vikings. I guess they don't have a good enough NFC record is why they're the fourth team. And, I mean, 
even the Buccaneers. I mean, do we really like the Buccaneers? And do we even like this, the Seahawks that much as they're the number one seed in, or the number one team in the wild card right now? It's, yeah, so, it's, so you're, it's alive. All right. Okay. Josh, um, same question to you. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, I think Andrew said it. I, I think I like this team better than the Vikings for but, sure. So, and, so this question is, so you, Andrew, I should have, both of you are saying you would take the Cardinals to make the playoffs right now. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals to make the playoffs. Yeah, it kind of just, the only thing that might depend is if the Niners get like a fucking resurgence with Debo, Richard Sherman, and Mostert back. That's the only thing that might worry me because they fucking, they're still really good. And it starts with the Bills tomorrow, I think. So the Vikings point differential minus 10. The Niners are plus 7. The Bears are minus 38. The Lions are minus 72. I'm not even going to go beyond that. And the Cardinals are plus yeah. 37. I don't even know why the Bears are here. So I mean, I'm I know saying, why they're like, The here, Cardinals, but... once again, they're in the NFC West. It's not like they're playing. They're playing good teams each week. I mean, and today was just a classic case of a better coach out coaching a team that's equally yeah. as talented. Yeah. Yep. And the Vikings should honestly have lost the last two weeks. They they barely pulled it out against the Panthers last week, despite losing like back to back fumbles from uh, Jeremy Chin taking them to the end zone. I believe. So, I mean, uh, keep the faith. I, right, I agree. Right. I yeah. I think the Cardinals will, team will appreciate that, Andrew. Much better than what they've been. Okay, let's go to our next game here, which. Uh, Andrew, we're going to go straight to you because as the gambling, sh- a very sharp play here by you. The Browns, okay, they ended up beating the Titans by six, <laughs> but they, in the first half, beat Dominated. the fucking shit out of them. So Big Doug, had four touchdowns in the first. Yeah. I've never seen that since Texas or Oklahoma, wherever the fuck you want to call it. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, same shit. I actually thought for a second because it was the six point and it was like I had the Browns plus six. I thought when the Titans scored that touchdown, I just was, wasn't was thinking correctly. And I was like, oh my God, they just pushed this and they scored two touchdowns in 45 seconds. And I started getting in my head. I was about to touch Q and then my dad's like, you're an idiot. It's plus six, dude. So... <laughs> I mean, the Browns, the only reason I took it, because what I saw, I mean, plus six in the team's eight and three. And the playoffs are on the line. They haven't been to the playoffs since 2007. Baker's got a lot to play for. The team plays really close games usually, too, because usually it's 10 to seven. And, I mean, today, I don't know why. I got some good weather. It's a classic, like, Titans, oh, let's score 70 points today between both of us. Um, and the Titans coming off a high that. emotional win against, like, the Colts. That's exactly why I took the Browns. I just thought I saw six points. I was like, how is they? They're both eight and three, eight and four yeah. in the same tier. How can you take a team favored by six that, points? That's a frick, that's a huge win for the Browns. Um, Christo, how do you, the Browns, are they solidifying themselves as a playoff team to you? Yeah. Um, they're, they're, I mean, it was an incredible performance today, especially in the first half. The, the game was not as close as it ended up, first yeah. of all. Uh, the Titans had a few last-second touchdowns. One of them, I think the dude caught it on his fucking helmet or some shit. I don't know. But uh, the, yeah, the thing that was was crazy to me is that, sure, they jumped out on the on the Titans and, you know, kind of you know, put them on their heels a little bit. The Titans had to throw the ball a lot, so they, did, they didn't run it as much as they used to or as much as they normally do. But they held Derrick Henry to 60 yards. He only had 15 carries, but normally Derrick Henry gets 15 carries. It's 100 yards, right? And uh, the, the the crazy thing is that, number one, he didn't score. Number two, he only ran it for four yards a carry. And he fumbled. Which, 
Yeah, and he fumbled. He hadn't fumbled since what, 2018 or some yeah, some, some crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, like since that. Bama, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, their defense was great. Miles Garrett looked good again. Um, and yeah, Baker. I mean, holy crap! I, I haven't seen him play like this since he's been in the league. He played his ass off today, and um, and I mean, they didn't really do much on the ground. They had 118 yards on the ground. Um, but I mean, they were just. It's awesome. I love what Stefanski's doing with that team. I think uh, I think they finally found a guy there. I, I think he uh, he's doing a, a touch better than uh, than uh, Freddy Freddy Kitchens, Kitchens over Freddy. there. <laughs> Don't you dare say that. I I <laughs> have something to say. Um, Pineapple Couch has a sixty-four episode history. In the beginning last season, it was me and the dog, me and Mister Dog, me and Mister Big Dog. The most shit I have yeah. ever gotten. Of anything I have ever said in my life. Which, keep in mind, I have said that Philip Rivers would be a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. Keep that in mind. <laughs> oh, no. He said that like 12 times, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 13 now. I said last year that I, going forward as a franchise, would way rather have Baker Mayfield than Lamar Jackson. And I was crucified i was told i was a clown i was told i was a dumb i was told i was a douche i was told all the worst things thank you and i would just like to yeah the, <laughs> we should get his voicemail what he said yeah, to me yeah, last year. him and joseph rinaldi why don't we have that i'll get that next today. next next time erickson will play the voicemail he was saying because i would like to say right now to you three and all the pineapple couch listeners of fucking course, I'd rather have Baker Mayfield than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh, it's like I've watched football all my life, and I know what's going to happen when a quarterback can only run and not pass. What's going to happen? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's like oh, I love these it, people. Right? I mean, it's it was in. Oh, my God. I was just 100 percent right. And I thought maybe, man, I might have to wait two years to be able to say I told you so. <laughs> no, not even a year. I mean, come on. Come on. A guy wins an MVP, and that will be it. And by the way, five weeks ago, I said, hey, the, the Ravens might not make the playoffs as a hot take. Hey, the Ravens aren't going to make the fucking playoffs, guys. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's a real thing now. It is. Andrew, everyone's got Andrew, fucking Andrew, 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 on that team. But. Andrew, what stuns me is that the Ravens are losing, but they're in their quarterback's st- he still can't pass the ball very well. That's so but weird. It's shocking. Thought, you know? It's just shocking how that all works. Um, like sorry. I, do, I need I need to take the time to say that because, I mean, I think Andrew and I had to, like, a stretch last year where it was four weeks in a row when the yeah, only voicemails like, we got was, were like, you guys are so stupid for saying. Or to the end of the season. It was it was relentless. It was, I didn't, I thought about it. Was it was relentless. I thought about it before I slept and I was like, man, maybe I'm insane. <laughs> we were right. We were right. I need like a frick. Eric should throw me like a parade. I mean, oh my yeah, god. Eric, throw Brian a parade 400 days later. Yeah, I was right. Sleep. You were wrong. I, Josh. I, listen, oh, hold on one second. I just want to talk on this comparison because I, 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 you know, I agree. Baker had a great game today. Now, I still don't necessarily believe in Baker. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Um, you know, he had. Yeah, yeah, good Lamar, game. Chris, what are you taking today? I, well, today I'm taking Baker. <laughs> today for the next that, two years, right. the next so five years, Baker and Lamar. Sound bite, today. Clip it, edit it. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I I, I still. I just, 
I to I jump said, in, I I think you need I'm to design firm. your whole offensive around Lamar Jackson to make Lamar Jackson thrive. And yeah, still, but you also have to do that for Baker. No, you just got to get rid of OBJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's kind of shitty. <laughs> get it? <laughs> Thank um, you. I I like the I like the pushback though, Chris, because uh, I was on little... Aaron Rodgers. Okay, well that's fair. <laughs> I, I'd rather have Philip Rivers. Um, so, Josh, uh, no, no, what about Jacob? Lamar Baker, long term, who are you taking today? Not just today, as of this Sunday, because Lamar hasn't didn't play today. Starting your franchise. What yeah, you would rather have is your like long term quarterback. Half years now. I mean, neither are great. It's more fun to watch Lamar, but it's like he just can't throw. The I'd rather ball. have Justin. Like, they're an exciting awesome. team, and he's electric. But it's like if they're down seven points, they're fucked. I'd, I'd I'll take do. Lamar. Wow. All right. I think I'd I do Baker too. I yeah yeah. See I'm, the fact though that, Mark, that Chris. That okay. Yeah. I feel really bad about it, but I'd, I'd take Baker. Uh, I don't feel <laughs> bad about it. Um, okay, Josh. To you, we're still talking Browns Titans here. Yeah. I want to wrap up that game with you. Well, are we, are we worried about this Titans? They've been their defense is not great, and yeah, we got really high on them last week when they took out obliterated the Colts. Yeah, are we are we putting up some yellow flags here, Josh? Uh, red flags. Yeah, I'd say so, but I also think this is more. I think like I think we do this after every game where we we try to like figure out like who's the victor. Is it like more of a statement on the victor, or is it more questions for the loser? And I think this is more on the victor. This is the, okay. the best like game that. the Browns have played um, all season. And that's why they're actually uh, my team of the week. And Baker being my player of the day. I have his stats right here. 20 for 25, 290, four touchdowns. All in the first half. Uh, he did fumble towards the end of the game. But uh, like I said, he really, I mean, he threw the ball for 40 yards in the second half. He really did nothing and didn't yeah. need to do anything because he was that Quickly. fucking good. Browns are also my team of the week. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think this was this was the most impressive win easily. Uh, Titans going forward, their offense is still fucking incredible, and that's the thing is, but like I, I'm worried that it has to be on. Everything has to be right for them is what worries me. Where Derrick Henry was kind of a non-factor because they were down by so many points, and that's the that's the biggest thing. It was in Tennessee too, wasn't it? If I'm not, I, I think yeah. that was right. Yeah, and. Yeah, it's just their defense is bad, and and I think that's that's a problem too. Is just they're, I think if they they stop the run somewhat, but Baker fucking shredded them still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I Baker, obviously I like Baker, but he he is when he's going and they're playing well. Baker's a fun player to watch. Um, let's keep in the same division here with the Titans division. The Colts take the first seed in the AFC South, the twenty six twenty. Um, victory over the Texans. T.Y. Hilton the last two weeks has been showing signs of life. Jonathan Taylor with a nice day today as well. Um, Phil was slinging it. I love Phil. Uh, the Colts are legit. They are a legit team. I they I was thinking about them in my top five power rankings. They were the team at five. It was the Rams or Colts for me, and I guess the Packers too. Um, but I think that the Colts are legit. I think this was a nice win, and I... Before I go to you guys on this, I'll go to Josh first. But I just want to say, I love Deshaun Watson. And I just want I that guy too. to get some people around too. him because he is Chris. Uh, I have a question for you. What makes you think 
the Colts are legit after beating the Texans. <laughs> Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. He's a man of family. He's a man of God. And I just think that Where's a bolo the tie? thing. Yeah, yeah, that's so badass. I just think that the Colts, it's not just necessarily this win. I just think over the season that they have proved they are a legit team. And I think through the first three or four weeks of this season, as much as I have my blind faith to Phillip Rivers, I was a little worried about this Colts team. And then I think over the middle of this season, they've proved that they are a legit team. And this is a divisional game. And yes, the Texans are depleted, but Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback, a divisional game. I think it's just an important win for them to get, especially in just this AFC where there's a lot of people who are right there and the Titans are right there. But then you look at, you got teams like the Raiders, you have the Ravens on the outside looking and there's a lot of good teams there. So that's why I thought it was an important win. And then, um, yeah. And then I, I was also going to say like, well, they shouldn't have won because they, there was a Watson miss snap all there. The there end. was a mis-snap. Oh, they fucking sent her through a worm Chris, burner back Chris, there. Chris, Chris. <laughs> Have you heard the song God's Plan? <laughs> no, well, who's it by? Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would like I to love... say, though, about the yeah. Colts. So, Because really, when I think of the Colts, the first team that comes to mind is the Titans, because those are the only two teams I can compare right now. And I would say I like the Colts better because they have a legit defense compared mm-hmm. to the Titans. And I think at the end of the day in the playoffs, they're slot corner more. As long as Phil doesn't do his two minute inter, it doesn't need that two minute drive at the end. And they have defense. <laughs> easy, easy. I, we easy. all know what happens under well, two minutes. They could just Phillip put in Jacoby Brissett. Phil has never. No Phil has never played a season and not won a Super Bowl when he's been on the Colts. He's never not won a Super Bowl when he's played a season for them. That's just, oh my god! That's takes not going to age. That's well. just cringe. That's just like cringe worthy. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Man of God, you know, I, I put up my Christmas tree in my apartment. Le'Veon today. Bell has what was the first? Super Bowl um, what the was Chiefs. the first ornament I put on my tree? You guys are wondering. It was Philip freaking Rivers. No, right I wasn't in the middle. I already knew what it was because you've done it every <laughs> year the past seventeen years. You've had that. Yeah, seventeen years. That wasn't even no pun intended. Oh, what a guy. Um, okay, Josh. Um, are you you have joined me this year on a little you 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 like to jump with me I've, with this Colts been, you do you're I've a little frisky sneaky, with the Colts with me sneaky on the Colts and this so, is the first uh, time they actually they actually paid off I think so um props to Phil he looked great you know uh, I was joking about Jacoby Brissett a second ago uh, they put him in for a couple plays though on those like third and shorts and he couldn't get it done but Phil could so hey maybe oh, maybe there's Jesus. something to it not you too. Um, I think the uh, the okay. <laughs> the defense though is really what won them this game. I mean this the, this was the most times I think I said wow today was with Deshaun Watson at QB though was was goddamn incredible and just reminding me how good he is. But Justin Houston three sacks by the way two tackles for loss so he's having a vintage game right there. Titans or Colts? Let's go around. I'm taking Colts. the Colts, and I don't like it, but I'm taking the Colts because of their defense, not because of Philip Rivers. Okay, I want defense uh, in the playoffs. After but. that, I have a question for Chris. So, okay, well, I, I'm also I'm also going to take the Colts. Um, and uh, Kenny Moore is the slot de- defender that okay. you were talking about. Absolute study at three pass defenses today. Um, and he was just an absolute stud out there, man. I I, I mean, he, he was the guy that kind of jumped out to me today. Um. Because every time I threw the ball to him, you know, the, the, you know, he could have 
he, he they, they could not complete a pass. He also had six solo tackles, which is incredible for a slot defender. So shout out to that guy, Kenny Moore. My True. question to you, Chris, is this Colts team, let's say they get into a uh, divisional round matchup against either the Chiefs or the Steelers. For the sake of the Chiefs, I don't know. It's so hard to say a team's going to beat the Chiefs. But let's just say, like, the Bills, Steelers, Chiefs. Could the could you picture the Colts winning a game against one of those teams in the playoffs? Be real. Um, what do you think? Against the Bills, yes. Sorry, that was for Chris. Can I, can I, but, I mean, that's that for everyone, too. But let's let's hear Chris first. Can I picture it? Yes. Do I think it will happen? No. Um, because, um, like I said, you know, when we gave when we gave our, you know, I don't remember what it was a couple weeks ago. When we, it was either like the the dude of the week, or it was, um, or it was like your top five players to watch, mm-hmm. or, or no, it was we're who we, who who we were thankful, thankful. for. That's right. Um, and mine was Josh Allen. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna going to wait the Jags defender. Uh, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Shut up, Josh. Because he's <laughs> the same same name. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think he's gonna provide. I think he's gonna provide matchup problems in the playoffs. But um, but no, they're not gonna beat either of those teams. Not 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 any of them. They're they're gonna lose to all of them, and they might make it. They might make it close. I think I would. I think that would be actually be a good position to take the take the points there because the Colts are going to be getting a larger number against those teams, and you know it's going to be a close game. They're going to find some way to be in the game, but I mean, I just I don't know. There's there's just some some sense, even though they're they, they've played good this year, their defense is good. There's some sense of unreliability in that offense. You don't know which receiver is going to show up. You don't know if any of them are going to show up. You don't know if the line is going to block to open up holes for Taylor. You don't know if they're going to be playing for, from behind, and Taylor's not going to play at all. You have no yeah, idea. So the only thing just, you can count on is Phil. I agree. There's there's a lot of un- inconsistency <laughs> in the offense, and I don't like that going into the playoffs. So that's gotcha. my take on them. Here's what worries me about the Colts is their big time matchups this year, right? Where teams that are legitimate, right? That they've played, you know, whatever you want to say, that are good teams. Packers. Yeah, they beat the Packers and the Titans once. And then, I mean, every other game they've lost, though. I mean, they, I mean, the Jags week one, the Browns they lost to, even the Ravens they lost to with a quarterback that can't even throw, uh, yeah. using Brian's words. So that's what worries me is these primetime matchups that they just they did they you just put the Jags little... in as a primetime matchup against <laughs> yeah. the well, they lost week one. I'm just saying they they I lost that game. You remember that? So. I do. I I think I put fifty dollars on that game on the Colts. So <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Sorry, be wrong. No, it's that bad, but yeah. Uh, that's but... what worries me is just I they just haven't looked great against good teams. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, Except the Packers. As, as Packers big of as I think the Colts could beat the Bills in the playoffs. I think there's like a twenty five percent, maybe less, that they could beat the Steelers. I don't think there's a chance in hell they could beat the Colts. Um, Does anyone see a non Chiefs Steelers AFC Championship right now? Does I think the Bills could. Thing? I think that I don't think that that's guaranteed. I think the Bills. Me, okay, I, I got the Chiefs Steelers right now. What do you guys have? I do too, but I don't think that it's out of the question to the bills to get in that mix. I don't do think it's guaranteed. weird. I I'm with Brian on this. I, I think the bills could do something weird. I agree. Like the favorite and yes, like in like eight out of 10 worlds, it's Steelers chiefs, but the bills, even maybe the Browns will win a weird fucking game. I, I don't know the Browns and not the Colts. 
Okay, sorry. I, I don't. Like let's. Okay, I don't even want to. Let's get over the Colts. Um, let's uh, go to Chris because Chris. Oh boy, your Raiders gave you a scare today. <laughs> oh man. You mind if I start with this one? Thirty-one twenty-eight win it. over the Jets. Big <laughs> so up. I just want to know. I had a question. As I mean, congratulations. That was a great win. Awesome <laughs> win for you guys. Um, go Chargers. Henry oh, Ruggs is really paying off. For <laughs> I just want to know, I think I would like to contact Roger Goodell because I know for a fact that the Jets were trying to lose this game. Here's yes! Because <laughs> the final I agree, call, I agree with you. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Here I am sitting in the game. First play, there's like a flag or nothing happens. Deborah throws it 38 yards past the receiver. <laughs> okay? It's man on... Okay. What do you think is going to happen? Where's the fucking prevent defense? Why do you have man-on-man coverage with the fastest man on the planet? And then just hoping at the end of the day, it's like, oh, shit. Who thought they were going to call Hail Mary? I was like, dude, what are we doing? I mean, why? Do, where was the safety? Where was one extra safety? Where were, why weren't there five safeties back there? Anyone have an explanation for that? They were trying to lose. They purposely lost. They want Trevor Lawrence. They're going to ruin his career just like Sam Darnold. I'm sorry, Trevor. That's your future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I they were tanking. They, this, I mean, was what was? Why don't you call prevent defense? There? there was like ten seconds left. Cricket, thank you. Nobody knows. Nobody in the oh, right God. mind knows. We we could all coach the Chargers and the Jets for free. I'll do it for free. Greg Williams, that's why. <laughs> was he, was he sending the bounty out for Derek Carr? He wanted to chop off his leg or something. He he sent he sent. There was a you know that play on Madden that's called Engage Eight. That's yeah. what he sent on that play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on three straight Hail Marys. That's right. <laughs> God. Um, Chris, though, obviously an ugly win. What's that? Raiders What's playoff win? hopes. Well, it was technically. Um, Raiders playoff hopes, Chris. What do you oh, think? It's, uh, it's, it's bleak on the home front here, boys. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw in San Diego or LA. Uh, dude, D- Derek Carr had so much happy feet in the pocket today. He looked like he should live in Antarctica, man. That guy was absolutely. <laughs> join Phil. I mean, <laughs> Phil won today. What the fuck? <laughs> you just gotta keep saying that learning from the other AFC continue. Sorry. Jesus. You know, I, I, I can't really, I don't really have anything to hang my hat on because they scored 31 points. And, you know, but they played the Jets. They played the Jets. <laughs> and Waller's good. Wall, yeah, and, I was going to say Waller. They and called they it eight, like you said, every play. I mean, they should have lost. To figure out. They should have lost that game, absolutely. But they got they got some help from Greg and Gase. So um, <laughs> uh, that was nice. But um, What did they say? Their jobs are on the line. It's like, let's have no extra safeties back there. Let's just have <laughs> one-on-one. I think they might. Man I think the they world. get incentives for losing. You know how like people have stuff built in their contracts. I think like they're like lose this many games now. That's what it is. Fired, but he still gets paid the next four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly, that. exactly. That's that's it's bonuses. bonuses um, at this point. Yeah, it's got to be. I, I don't know. Fraudulent. But uh, you know, as disappointing as this game was for me, uh, my my guy of the week comes from this game, and Josh mentioned him. It's Darren Waller. Um, he's only the fourth tight end in the history of the NFL to have, uh, 200 receiving yards. Um, so that was pretty impressive. And it just seemed like, you know, every time Derek was 
pittering and pattering his feet in the pocket and not having the correct footwork. Darren Waller was leaking out somewhere, and uh, he was open down the sideline or he was open in the middle of the field. It didn't matter where it was. Um, and they just signed him to a four-year contract extension last year in 2019, and uh, he's been really, real good for him. And uh, and he just it was absolutely incredible today. He was open every single time, and if he wasn't open, he made a catch in traffic. So 13 receptions, 200 yards. Darren Waller's my my guy of the week. So I have a I have a question real quick about Waller. Um, mm-hmm. because and this might be a dumb question, just because positions are weird and dumb. I think like in the NBA, for instance, like it's weird to distinguish. But like he's not like a tight end. Like I mean he's he's a straight out like slot receiver or whatever you want to call him. Like I don't really see him blocking. I no, he, like. blocks. He, yeah, he blocks. He blocks. The Raiders the Raiders have he's the Raiders like run three? Yeah. The Raider the Raiders run a lot of two tight end sets and he's in on the two tight end sets. Okay. And when they generally when they run a two tight end set, it's either a run or a play action. So he's six obviously. three. Yeah. Wow. I thought he was like six five. I mean, he looks like a small forward. But I guess he's I a shooting was, guard. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. He looks like he could get in and throw some bows. Oh, in he's the six paint, six. Man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he's six six. I, I was I gonna lied. say. Okay. I, totally I was like. Lied. I was like. Wow. I'm so sorry. He's six <laughs> three. <laughs> I thought he was one of those like you know like the the who who's that like Titan Hurst tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Titans tight end for like years. Oh, what the fuck's that? Delaney Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he actually like crazy. But he's one. Speaking of speaking of short guys, um, I just uh, this is completely taking us off track here, but I just want to say that um, Coastal Carolina. <laughs> what about the Shanna Clares you have to say right now? Their center is five nine. Two oh seconds. my god! Get him in the playoffs. He Get is a huge. He is a Christmas. Unit. Chris gets money every time he mentions the Santa Clears is, is well, what, dude, I'm, what I'm, I'm getting. You, you just shorted my man Darren by three inches. Do you know what you would do <laughs> me if you shorted me three inches? I mean, it would I, – I, I, I would – I'd be – yeah, it would, I would never have played sports in my entire life. And... <laughs> I, I apologize for yeah. Dale, Darren Waller. I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm taking us off, tr- off track there, but I just no, had to well, say – we're going to stay in the AFC West, unfortunately, and in the AFC East. Oh, Andrew, oof. 45-0 Patriots beat our Chargers this week. It's so, one of, I mean, I've seen bad special teams performances. That was I up mean, there. What does this rank up with the Chargers one? Like, I mean, they've given and up two, like three five. Like, people before. were saying, like, like, this is yeah. the worst one they've ever seen. And it's like, no, no, no that's not true. God, no. This, is, this was like a C-minus showing today. Yeah, I mean, like, think about both times we put, lost the Jets in the playoffs. Those were atrocious special team okay. showings. Okay, yeah, I don't want to um, think about nakating. I mean, like, look, I don't even want to, like, get all negative and harp on this. I mean, it, I joked with Kyle and Josh that, Bill Belichick matched up versus Anthony Lynn should be like 20 or 30 points, like the favorite, like just I solely told, that. The amount, of times, said, the, the amount of times I said like, hey, the no. last few times these coaches have played, the score has been like 78 to 22, and those 22 <laughs> points all came in the fourth quarter when it was 38 to nothing in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton had 69 passing yards today, and they won 45 to nothing. <laughs> Yeah, because what's that dude's name? Gunner. Gunner I mean, it's just he's Anthony Lynn is 
I mean, I, he's just the worst coach ever, and I just... He has to be gone. I like, hate, if he is I not gone him. by the end of this year, what are we going to do? Like, what am I going to do? I can't, I can't do another year. You got to switch teams. You got to switch teams. Oh, I can't do that either because it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel, it will never feel the same if I leave Justin Herbert at this point. Justin Herbert is blessed mess. So you I know have. what I would do with Anthony Lynn? Oh, no. I would just. Put the bleep button. They can watch the plays that he's called. Just HB dives up the middle for like this. I marked down what Ooh. time it was before I said that. I knew what I was doing there. I just need to let something off my chest. Um, uh, I mean, one thing, one thing I did want to say is that just to support your guys' point of being, uh, you know, going through all the pain of being a Chargers fan. Um, so <clears throat> I don't know very much about quarterbacking, but I know one thing is that when you are rolling out to the right, Throwing across your body back into the middle of the field is like the last thing that you want to do, right? I bet Anthony Lynn told him to do that. It's not just So they did not only do that. Justin Herbert did not only do that. But there was a play designed to do that. Do that. They rolled him out right, and they ran the wide receiver on the far right side. He must have been literally – he could have probably – reached out and sack-tapped the fucking line judge. That's how close he was to the sideline. And he ran a crossing route, and they rolled Herbert around the right, and his eyes were locked on that receiver the entire time he ran that route. And then when it, once he got to the sideline, he threw a sidearmed huck across his body. And I, I didn't, they didn't show a picture of the sideline, but I just know Anthony Lynn was standing over there like, Oh, hell of a throw, Justin. Hell of a throw. <laughs> it's just like the watching the Chargers play, it's like actively like you like as a third or fourth grader playing Madden. It's like you can out scheme Anthony Lynn. It's it's baffling. I guess this franchise stats. does to us, Andrew. It's insane. So, I think it was two weeks or three weeks ago, Anthony Lynn says, you know what? I'll take the special teams duty, right? <laughs> Another great special teams out performance today. So on the year, they have nine missed kicks. They have six field goals missed. They have three extra points missed. They have three punts blocked, which is the most in the NFL. They're averaging only 35 yards a punt, which is the second lowest. God, I don't even know what the team first team is. And they have 15, Probably don't even special, have a punter teams, that team. 15 special teams penalties. That's all coaching. Because all you got to do is just sit there and fucking block while your punter punts the goddamn ball. That's all you have to do on special teams. It's called it, special. It makes me want to die. I I, I am miserable. I had terrible thoughts. I am miserable. I am miserable. It's like I come on this. I don't even like guys. I'm so sad. I, I care so much broke, about this. We're broken. Brian. We're broken. <laughs> they, they're like, killing like, me. They're ki- every week. I put on my Herbert jersey, and I make Marley put on the Bosa jersey. And, and every week, it's worse. Next to you. Don't act I, like, I mean, you have to. I, I did, I did. I had right? Lined up next to you. Don't forget that. They lost 45 to nothing, and I wasn't surprised. They were favored by two points starting this game, and I thought I got a goddamn steal when I took them at plus 10 and a half for live bet. No. All no. right. I'm sad. Um, let's go to the it, next. Is game. it is it I true think the that, last that time the... they beat the Patriots? You should fact check me, but I think the last time they won was about 2005 without Tom Brady. 
or 2000, whatever it was, without Tom Brady or something, a long, long time ago. Is it? Am I looking at this right that the Patriots uh, scored four offensive touchdowns? Yes, they had. Yes, yes, and they that's, had forty-five points. Yes, do the math. Yes, it, it's nothing. It, it, there's nothing like punting with like twenty-nine seconds left in the first half and having to get blocked for a touchdown. That, <laughs> and then even Brian, like there was a couple punt. I think there was one or two punts after the touchdowns where the guy just gets like a sixty-seven yard return and he takes it to like the twelve-yard line. It's like what the fuck? I hate him. Gunnar Mischewski. Fire him. This team is broken. It's just, it's just like I'm. Uh, the folks out there, I'm broken. I'm broken. I'm, and we're, we apologize for bringing you these bad vibes. It's just, it's I just know. what's going on in my soul right now. Uh, let's go to another game. The Packers beat the Eagles, thirty to sixteen. Carson Wentz is benched. Chris's guy out of Alabama, Jalen Hurts gets in there. It mean, looks pretty good, better than Wentz, obviously. Kind um, of Alabama. Yeah, it was. I mean, more disgraced Alabama. <laughs> No, he's, he's not, not disgraced. Not champion. He's a national champion for Alabama. He's not disgraced. He's uh, uh, doesn't he have he, two national championships with Alabama, or is that just um, that one where he got replaced by two? I thought he won one. No, uh, I don't remember. We have oh, so many. Sure. I don't remember all of them. But um, but uh, he he kind of can I go? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he you're, kind you're, of. Uh, I was going to you. One uh, chance, my I'll give it to you. He what? kind of, um, yeah, he yeah. kind of, uh, that first of all, the Eagles didn't, they had three points until there was seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, which yeah. is ridiculous. And then they, you know, Jalen Hurts came in and, you know, it, whatever. He, he, he played pretty good, much better than Wentz, but, you know, it's, it's not saying too much this year. Um, but I think, uh, you know, first of all, uh, Rogers, first uh, fastest player to 400 touchdowns. That's you know pretty substantial. There's only seven guys that are ahead of him, and we haven't talked about the uh, the NFL you know career leaders in touchdowns this year um, because we hear it on the broadcast every single week between Brady and Brees. <laughs> so uh, this is going to give us an opportunity to do so. But he was the fastest one to get there. Um, you know, of course, there's Brady Breeze and then Manning, Favre, Marino. Um, I'm going to leave the six one blank because I want you guys to guess who it is. Um, and then Rodgers is the seventh. And yes, you're exactly right. It's Philly. I knew it's, it was Phil. It's it's Phil Rivers. Um, and How you like uh, that, Andrew. <laughs> just, Are we uh, talking about passing yards? Because don't even get me started. Because touchdowns, oh, touchdowns. Oh, Matt Ryan's touchdowns. probably like twelve on that list. Then yeah, he might be. He might be. But um, what's but what's that? What's wrong with Philip Rivers being sixth? That's better than twelve. <laughs> Andrew um, and I may need, may need to go to therapy together about Philip Rivers. Chris, you can go. <laughs> I'm just, so over that fucking guy. <laughs> my god i can't watch him play i'm so glad he's off the fucking team i don't even justin herbert's first, first place ever i will take that over any week because he was able to roll out the pocket and still make a couple plays today continue <laughs> andrew you're lashing out it's okay chris um but <laughs> i think uh i think aaron Rodgers um has to be discussed in the mvp conversation now he oh, yeah I mean, he he threw he threw his hat. I I feel like you know he's kind of been right on the brink. He's been in the discussion the whole year, but it's like you know once Wilson kind of fell off, it was like you know clearly Mahomes and 
I think Rodgers is right up there with Mahomes now. And their schedule for the rest of the year is pretty favorable. So I could see a world where, you know, Rodgers makes a late charge here. And and especially, you know, once they start <clears throat> getting into the playoffs and we start seeing uh, Rodgers in the play, I, I think there's a real case to be made that he could he could end up stealing the MVP away. He uh, he's got like thirty five hundred yards passing. He's got like thirty six touchdowns, less than five interceptions, maybe Jesus. three or four interceptions. He's having an absolutely incredible year, um, and yeah, it's just it's amazing what they've been doing on offense. So I I really believe in the Packers team solely based off of what they've done on offense. And like I said, their defense has been playing better. They, you know, they were playing the Eagles today, and I get that, but they still held them to three points until there was seven minutes in the fourth quarter. So that's pretty impressive when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Josh, is Carson Wentz done? <sighs> no, I'm. I'm gonna hold on. I don't know why I'm a Carson Wentz truther, but I still think he's got something left in the tank. I, I, I don't know. Jalen Hurts looked great, but I still think. I don't know. Next week, I still think they roll out Carson Wentz. I'm probably going to be wrong about it, but I'm going to say Carson. Carson's still till the end of the season. Okay, and to Andrew, um, two questions. First one, Peterson or Wentz? Who's the problem? This is actually to all of you, really quick. On the spot, Peterson or Wentz, what's the problem? Uh, I mean, I think it's bigger than that, honestly. I just think they're, I don't think they're that good, the Eagles. But I'd say, I, I still think Carson Wentz, if he went to the Niners or the Bears, but oh, yeah. Matt Nagy. They'd be yeah. good. So no, if, I agree. if Carson Wentz is on the 49ers and a he's had no Bears team for with a, a better coach, I think it's all coaching. Honestly. The receiver injuries are ridiculous. Well, he's just developing bad yeah. habits. That yeah. would be the worry. Yeah, that's um, that's the other thing. Uh, Andrew, then also, I think we did this three or four weeks ago. We were all talking about our the best wide receivers we thought in the NFL, and I think Andrew, you and me both said Adams. I'm. I mean, this dude. I was just gonna ask, like, where is MVP odds? Like, as you were talking about Rodgers, because I feel like he's got 16 at the touchdown. And he's missed a couple games too, and his stats right. are right there with everyone else. He is special. Chris, did he go to Cal? Where did Devontae yep. Adams go? Oh, uh, him State. and Keenan. Oh, Fresno State. Him or and Keenan Allen went to <laughs> Cal. And wait, yeah. were they Adams and Carr there at the same time? Yep. Oh, Deborah. Wow. <laughs> Um, Josh, before we go, actually, no, Josh, we'll start with you on this next one. Um, the Vikings, they beat the Jags in OT. They are now the seventh seed. Um, do you think the Vikings have any chance in hell in staying in this NFC playoff race? Or is this just a flash in a pan? It's flash in the pan, but they, their offense is good. I, I still think like, like fucking Dalvin Cook is amazing. He can win you any game. Oh, we can week out, Justin yeah, Jefferson. and Thielen and Jefferson are good. It's it's really Kirk Cousins that I have no faith in whatsoever. He threw a great ball though to uh, Jefferson on like a long touchdown, which was fucking insane. But real quick, while I have the time, um, that fucking Vikings game was so dumb. Why the fuck were they trying to punch it in like eighty times into the fucking end zone? Were they trying to stop that? They, they, they trust Dan Bailey because he missed one at the end of regulation. <laughs> I get, I but they were. Fun. They were first and goal. First and goal. Nothing is safe. 
I don't know, man. Like, you just got to kick it. It's just kind I'm of embarrassing. Michael for a couple of years, and you'll see. Fair yeah. enough. Um, Fair enough. This was, this was a crap game. Um, Chris, Big Dog, you guys have anything on this? I mean. Jaguars, Vikings, eh. Yeah, it's, it's um, tough. Actually, I, I, I did have a little bit on this. Um, yeah, go for it. So, uh, I know the Jags lost, but um, – it's pretty. It, the thing that was noticeable to me about the Jags, and I mean, what well, I don't know why we're sitting here talking about a whatever one and eleven team, but um, it's pretty Degenerate, incredible. That's why. <laughs> it's pretty incredible <laughs> what uh, James Robinson um, has done for the Jags this year, and you kind of saw it a little bit today because they jumped out to a big lead pretty early. I think they were up what sixteen to three or something like that. Some something along those lines. Yeah, and uh, James Robinson, the previous game had played every snap except every snap except except three of them, and so they they decided to to rest him for a little bit. And as soon as they put Daria Gumbawale in there, it, they kind of the the offense kind of sputtered a little bit. And um, Gumbawale didn't have very many uh, rushers. I think he only had two or three. He didn't have very many receptions or very many targets. Um, so basically, what they were doing was just bringing him in for pass protection which they use James Robinson in the same capacity as well. They don't draw draw up many pass plays for him. They do draw up pass plays for him, just not very many. Um, but when he's in the game, it seems like he knows when to leak out at the right times. It seems like he's open a lot of the time. Uh, and I just think he makes uh, I think he makes a lot of difference of just being able to to, you know, for for lack of a better term with this team keep the offense moving <laughs> i guess in a sense um because and and i i just think it's incredible that an undrafted rookie like that can come in and make the kind of impact that he has uh this year and i think you know herbert a depleted aside, offense yeah a depleted offense but herbert aside he's at least in the conversation for offensive rookie of the year in my opinion yeah, well, it's, what it would be is it's like herbert him and Jefferson, right? Yeah, I, I think Jefferson will win it because he just went over a thousand yards this week, and the Chargers never win. So, um, <laughs> let's we got two games left, boys. One's shitty, one's good. So we'll start with the good one. Saints they beat the Falcons twenty-one sixteen. We talked about this a little earlier. Taysom Hill was my player of the week. Big win for them. Saints, the number one seed in the NFC. Um, not much to talk about on the Falcons, obviously, on this game. And we've talked a little bit about the Saints. Chris, do you have anything else to add on this game? Of, uh, I mean, the Saints are just a solid, solid team, and they continue to show. And I think Sean Payton likes having Taysom Hill because it's like a jackknife, and he gets to try new things. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's interesting to see the game plan that he comes up with every week with Taysom Hill as opposed to somebody who you know, operates in the same capacity that uh, Drew Brees does. Um, and then I think uh, – but I do have a little bit to say about the Falcons – it's been pretty impressive how their defense has played, to be honest. Um, obviously, you know, no Drew Brees for, for the Saints, but they held them to 21 points. And um, uh, it, I just think, you know, week by week, they've been playing much better. And um, and I don't know. It, it, I feel like, you know, kind of getting rid of Dan Quinn has, has opened up a few things. Um, and I'll be curious to see whether or not they keep Raheem Morris at the end of the year because – uh, it, the the turnaround that that defense has made, especially considering how they've been in years past, um, 
has been huge. Uh, I, I mean, the, their defense has been literally the problem for them for years and years. You always take the over in the Falcons. You always play all your fantasy players uh, against the Falcons' defense, and and they've they've stepped up a lot better this year. You know, under Raheem Morris than I've seen from them in, in quite some time. So just shout out to them for that. That's all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Let's go to the last game of the week. It was our Charmin Ultra Bowl. Termin Ultra Toilet Bowl game of the week. Um, the Bears absolutely choked down the stretch <laughs> versus the Detroit Lions. Shout out our number one caller, Stephen Young. Um, I th- it was just unbelievable watching that collapse. That's like I mean, it was just Mitch Trubisky, just everything. Matt Nagy. I mean, they the Bears have lost six games in a row now, guys. Did they? They were five and one. Yeah. Yeah. They were five and one. They was they just had to go four. And but and credit nine. to us though, I believe all of us said on the pod that they were the worst five and one team we've ever seen. So yeah. they're horrible. They're I, it's Matt Nagy. I, they're of course is what's the Chargers right? hire Matt Nagy? You know? Yeah. Oh my God, no! Don't I, even say that. Shouldn't right. even said that. Oh Wait. God. Power rankings, real <sighs> quick: Nagy, Lynn, and Gase. What, what Lynn's, we, the what Lynn's the worst. Lynn's, Lynn's the worst. Lynn's the worst. I've seen Gase five, is the second three. worst. Nags so, is the best. That's Nagy, what I thought. He's had a fifteen-one year. He did. Wait, yeah. No, I, I go. I go the same. I go the same order as Brian. Actually, I don't even think Lynn should be discussed in this conversation. Lynn shouldn't even uh, be. So, the dude ran the ball with twenty seconds left in a game and no timeouts, and he ran it up the middle. <laughs> he was questioned and he was confused. He was still he, confused. Like, he didn't even. Think? Okay. Did you hear? Anyways. <laughs> We're just gonna just get the guy, I mean, the press conference last week, someone asked me a question. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, he just doesn't no, remember any of the games. So. I'm not sure. It's like, why did you do such poor clock management and run the ball up the middle? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not looks left and right and then says I'm not sure. Um yeah. sorry to bring that guy up, but uh Josh, I think you might have had something to say about Allen Robinson. Yeah, he did some stupid fucking shit at the end of the game. I don't know what was going <laughs> on because even even on the broadcast, something was fucked up. But anyway, it was what well, was third in, what like seven, something yeah. around there. I don't know yep. exactly what it was. Allen Robinson had an easy catch. He faked out the defender, wide open for the first down. I don't know what the fuck happened. He lost his balance. I'm guessing. I, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, but he was near the uh, on like a on a tiny curl route, and he was near the the end uh, the. Uh, fucking out of bounds. I can't think of what that was called for a second. And I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what happened. He tried reaching out the last second, but also the line was like nowhere near him, but also on, on the broadcast, but also the first down marker was like uh, 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 closer than the, the marker. So also I'm, I'm super fucking confused. The whole thing was dumb. I don't know if Alan Robinson was confused. He probably was. Did that, and then the very next t- play on fourth and one, they ran it up the middle for some fucking reason with one timeout, 15 seconds left. I don't know what the fuck you would hope to happen. <laughs> Lost the game right there off off getting stopped. It collapsed. Just yeah, that fucking- that was a that was a weird play. Like it seemed like he could have almost like stuck the ball out and got a first yeah. down, you know, and and exactly. he kind of just pulled up like he was trying to stop the clock or something. It was a really weird play. Yeah, the the Bears, the fucking the Bears. Bears. Yeah. yeah, I was on the um, Bears this week for the for the Charmin game, and God fucking damn it, I was worried. <laughs> that was, 
The Lions had me jumping out of my seat today. The Lions yeah. had me jumping yeah. out. Hey, of also, my Adrian Peterson, two touchdowns. How about that guy, huh? Dude, the dude's immortal. <laughs> He's immortal. He's every single carry that dude takes. It's like he always falls forward. He's always driving. It just doesn't matter. I love AP. Yep, the, the old 16 for three and a half a carry. Classic, classic yep. Adrian. <laughs> He's just he never stops. Um. An excellent NFL Week 13. We're going to be back Tuesday night, and we'll be talking a little bit about the two Monday games we have tomorrow, which will be the Steelers-Washington uh, football team. We also have the Bills-Niners from our best bets. I'm on the Bills plus one. Um, but we will also be tweeting out from the Pineapple Couch Twitter and Instagram if we have any plays for the tomorrow's games and Tuesday. Um, but... I would like to thank you all for listening and thank you to Big Dog, Josh, and Christo for joining us. Gentlemen, before we wrap up, are we we're all good? No final thoughts? Yeah, we're good. Fire Anthony Lynn. You guys agree Black with that? Black Monday should come yeah. sooner. Let like Black Monday where they fire all the coaches. Yeah. Come sooner. That, yeah. that that is gonna be a bloodbath this season. Throwing Nagy too. What oh while, yeah, while throwing Nagy, yeah. throwing Gase. I mean Marone maybe is, in Jackson. He's their best asset right now for New York. They they need him there to go 0 and 16. Active tank battle between them and Jacksonville. That's true. And I mean like obviously the Texans are gonna be getting a new coach too. Um I think that there's a chance where he this is uh Raheem Morris might keep the Falcons job. That's how I'll end this spot. He's done a great job. I think he's done a great job. Chris, Josh, Andrew, God bless. Happy Sunday. Go wish you all a great week going forward. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you everyone to listening. This has been the Pineapple Couch with B Rob, episode 64. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Thank you.